0: Hey guys, what's up? How y'all doing today? Welcome back to Crazy Talk. Today's episode is a little bit different. We have a special guest today. We're going to be focusing on all things karma. I'm so excited to be joined by a very special guest today. Everyone, welcome Rumi. Okay, guys, we have Rumi in the hot seat today. Say hi, introduce yourself.
1: Hi, I'm Rumi.
0: Today we're going to be talking about all things karma, whether that be our personal beliefs or our thoughts on it. We're just going to kind of dive in and really find out if karma's a bit. You know, you're the first guest on Crazy Talk.
1: I know, and I think that means that I'm your favorite.
0: (laughs) I think you're right. We're getting fancier on Crazy Talk today. We have two microphones. Two very fancy microphones. Welcome back. So to start off this episode, I kind of want to give like a little basics on what is karma. And if you just type into Google really quick, you'll find these exact things. Just wanted to kind of recite them to you just in case you have absolutely no idea what karma is. And this is kind of like the first experience you have Learning about it and listening to us talk about it and having this conversation. So the basic like Google definition is destiny or fate following as effect from cause. Um, And then a more spiritual, if you will, definition is the Hinduism-Buddhist definition. The sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. As I was researching, I kind of realized there's so many origins of karma, that there's no one definition, and I think that's something really important to mention with karma, but I kind of want to get into...
1: How about I ask you a question?
0: Okay, yeah, I like that.
1: Do you believe in karma?
0: I do believe in karma, heavily. It's been kind of a more recent in the past two years kind of thing, as I've been on, like, I kind of see, like, both sides of karma, but I definitely... I feel like it guides me day to day. It keeps me Mm. in check, if you will. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I do believe in karma.
1: You said that you've started, well, you've been experiencing the most karma within the past two years and really recognizing it and possibly understanding it a lot more than you did in the past. Would you also say that within the past two years have been some of the most different years of your life? Like when you look back on your life, would you say that change happened the most and in the biggest ways.
0: I do. I do. I really do. I think in the most positive ways, I think that I found myself kind of not considering my actions in a way and not considering other people's actions. But then looking back, like in the past two years, so much has changed within my life. Like I'm living a completely different life now for the better, in my opinion. And I whether, I don't know if it's because I've recognized karma or started to let it kind of shape me in a way, but I do think that, I do think it's kind of shown me a lot of true colors of my personal philosophy, and I think that it's also kind of helped me in a way to let things go. If someone's treating me horribly, stomping all over me, you know, I. You kind of get the last laugh in a sense when you heavily believe in karma and what goes around comes around in a way. Like at a certain point, you kind of have to let karma take over because in some situations, you just don't have the power, even if you'd like to. You kind of just have to go with the wind. Yeah. If that kind of makes sense.
1: I think that to me, what that sounds like is like karma as a mindset. Yeah. Because. And especially after just reflecting on what you were saying about how when the most change has happened in your life, that's when you started recognizing karma and adapting the mindset of, of karma as a thing in your life. Karma, 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 karma. karma
0: is that girl. Karma is yeah. my boyfriend. <laughs> karma is that brah.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I, okay, so karma for me is something that i learned Mm -hmm. because i think when you're living a life with a completely drastically different mindset you see the world very differently
0: yes absolutely
1: and i think we're similar in the sense that like only when drastic change has happened has our perspectives and our own narratives and the way that we define our lived experiences changed mm-hmm. and part of that was using new vocabulary words to attach to our experiences and one of them is karma right but speaking of that like i i want to talk about what like karma in pop culture creates mm, yes. and what that means for us personally, and for pop culture in society in general, and universally. Because in our, in the beginning definitions of this episode, you know, we mentioned the definition that we can easily find on Google. Like, the first thing from, like, the, what, Uh, Merriam-Webster dictionary? it was
0: definitely, like, whatever Google uses as their source, it was the first thing that pops up. Yeah,
1: so there's that definition, and then there's the definition of karma from a much more um spiritual uh-huh. place and yes. where the roots of the um of the concept of karma and the actual word comes from i think we found online hinduism and and buddhist i sort of like want to dive deep and analyze into like how something that came from a specific culture and religion and spiritual practices how that has like throughout the years karma has the definition of it has found itself um going into much larger spaces like the way that the internet and overall just the way that it has spread worldwide makes karma not like a closed practice mindset anymore yeah And how have people from different groups, different backgrounds, and identities, how have they taken that idea from those, you know, closed practices, how have they taken that and transformed that, and what does that, how does that, like, show up in pop culture?
0: With the pop culture thing, I think that one of the biggest shifts in my life was kind of in parallel to the song Karma by Taylor Swift came out, yeah, and... I was just in a completely different transitional phase in my life, and if you listen to that song, I and mean, its own definition of karma, it's saying all the good things that karma is, and also all of the negative.
1: Taylor Swift is saying that karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend.
0: Karma's a relaxing thought. Okay, this is actually like a good point. Um, Karma's a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not? Kind of reflecting on maybe people... Kind of what I was saying earlier about how, like, sometimes you just have to let karma take over. And I think this is an example of this. And also, like, as this being my first kind of realization of karma and actually that, like, it has a lot of power in pop culture in a way.
1: Sometimes I feel like in pop culture, karma can... Like, people can turn karma into a very toxic thing.
0: Yes. And it's like, when does toxic become trendy in a way? Like in pop culture. Yeah,
1: toxic. feel like toxicity is trending.
0: It's like, just because, like to make a trend happen, all that really needs to be there is people have to enjoy it. People have to want to do it. But how often do people really like analyze what they're doing Mm -hmm. in a way? And I think that can literally go into like what we're talking about with this whole karma pop culture debacle
1: yeah i was recently watching a video essay it was by um i think it's anna or anna akana um and she it was a video essay titled the rise of emotional manipulation as dark femininity whoa and it was just basically an analysis on like toxicity manipulation emotional abuse put under the name of like empowerment dark quote unquote dark femininity and it reminded me of like the way that people treat karma and how it's like oh if you hate someone then like karma's gonna go and get them or like right you can do like some twisted thing but it was out of self-care for you. And so then karma's going to do the rest of the work to make sure that this person suffers in some sort of way. But like, right. they that's deserved it, right? Like that's the- Super
0: toxic way of looking at it, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: So it just, it reminded me a lot of like sort of the same themes that have been arising and conversations starting and talking about just like pop culture and toxicity- under the disguise of wellness culture and taking care of yourself um
0: and doing what's in your best intentions
1: yeah (laughs) it's it's sort of just like this ultra self-centeredness that people are encouraging others to do as well but they're saying that it's like good for you and that like only look only look out for yourself don't care about anyone else and like good things will happen that's just
0: narcissism
1: (laughs) yeah but i and i like in its least extreme form i believe that there is value to learning how to center yourself um in certain situations especially if you're a like really strong people pleaser and somebody who you like honestly you don't have a backbone for yourself and you just let yourself take care of other people constantly and you yeah. you don't and you don't have that sense of like strong self and like taking care of yourself so in a way the least extreme version of it i think that that's appropriate and for people to learn but the way that it's been extremified i don't even know if that's a word but it's i'm like sure like a trend almost yeah it's been turned into a trend and i think that it's really harmful and People have been using the concept of karma to, like, add into that trend. And I think it's gross.
0: It's gross. You heard it here first, guys. It's gross. Yeah. Would you say that you believe in karma? And if yes, when did you kind of... Was it, like, a quick thing? Was it a slow developing thing? When did you kind of realize either the power it holds in your life or the power it holds, whether it be in, like, pop culture or the community around you?
1: Um... I do believe in karma in um and I tie that in with my own spiritual beliefs. I believe in past lives and reincarnation. Bold statements for sure. And I feel like my realization of karma and how it affects my present life has been like a slow burn. Okay. Um cuz sometimes i'll find i'll find myself going through some really really difficult life circumstances a way for me to sort of power through those situations and try to under, like make meaning of why i'm going through something unpleasant sometimes i'll think to myself like maybe there's the reason why there's this ongoing situation with like a person for example and how it's not a positive relationship with this person or this person is doing some unpleasant things to me and harming me in some sort of way and it's kind of just been like a long-lasting thing between them I'll think about like maybe we had some unfinished business in our past lives mm-hmm. and like there's karma from that past life that like we both have to take care of with each other in this present life and maybe That gives me more meaning to like why these unpleasant circumstances are happening. And that and like having that mindset gives me personal strength to like power through it to Mm -hmm. continue to take care of myself to resolve these issues or learn how to or just like learn things about how to interact with people and like how to interact with difficult people and have difficult conversations. Karma has provided an anchor for grounding myself when I deal with difficult situations. And so that's like my own personal belief and definition and um, spirituality.
0: You mentioned past life and kind of karmatic influence and unfinished business. And it kind of got me thinking, I am kind of continuing and beginning to educate myself on more spiritual mindsets and practices. Um, Through that, it kind of, it brought up a thought in my mind about are we kind of the beginning of this karmatic pattern or are we the continuation through past lives and reincarnation and it kind of that's kind of just something I've been considering like
1: where did it start yeah
0: where did it start are we the beginning are we the middle ground are we the end and it's just kind of like I don't know if there's a specific way to kind of like answer that but it's just a little food for thought like something we can kind of talk about
1: the way that i look at it is there i feel like there definitely are some very specific situations that we have experienced in this life in the past present and that we will experience in the future that are karma situations from past lives Mm -hmm. And I also believe that because we're currently living a life, we are creating karma for our next lives Mm -hmm. or karma for us to deal with in the future of this life. And like...
0: An hour of um, the karmas coming back to me, guys.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like as long as we have existed, we are existing and we will exist, Mm -hmm. we are constantly creating new timelines of karma situations for ourselves and other people that we get involved with and who we will meet. And other people's karma will somehow interact with us whenever, wherever, what life but we meet them or experience. Yeah. yeah,
0: that makes a lot of sense. I think... I never really thought about it, like, as, like, specific as that, but I do think that it that does play a big role. Like, life is long. Whether it be past lives or future lives or reincarnating as, like, a squirrel or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. I think that it all, like, is so, like, interesting to think about it all tying together because, like, I mean, we don't want to get too existential, but also, like life's crazy, man. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And it made me, it like kind of makes me think about like the difference between like karma and fate. And I kind of want to use this like example. If you listen to the first episode of crazy talk, I mentioned like traveling for three months and I just felt so lucky. And like, that felt like such a positive experience and I felt like I deserved it in a way, but to what extent, like I just worked hard and made it happen for myself or like I was the best I could be. I,
1: Or was it truly, like, faded? Yeah. Like, was it already, like, written in the stars for you?
0: Right. Or was it something that either could have been, like, karmatically working hard, driven Mm -hmm. kind of outcome? And it kind of just, like, how do we, like, differentiate when talking about karma and fate? And I feel like in some ways they can go hand in hand if we're talking about, like, maybe some potential energy from past lives changing our fate or like the butterfly effect i think is
1: what it's called
0: stream glass butterfly by
1: yeah stream glass butterfly by, <laughs> yeah, by Rumi yaoi <laughs> yeah
0: um sometimes you just have to reflect the light in the world the-
1: <laughs> oh my god no cuz i can actually talk about my song glass butterfly and okay. how i feel yeah. like it personally ties into this glass butterfly is a song that i wrote i think two years ago and i released it last year or almost two years ago i don't even remember at this point but it was at a time in my life where i had such drastic change and i was coming i was like leaving a really really personal dark place in my life and transforming it into something better and there's a lyric that you you yeah that you quoted (laughs) where um
0: Because I'm Rumi's biggest fan, guys. You did (laughs) not even know.
1: Where I'm saying that I'm a glass butterfly, um, transforming the light and the love in the world. I was sort of referencing the butterfly effect in that song. um, And how, like, your decisions, your choices, your actions um, will create this effect, this ripple effect into the way that you end up living your life and how you're... The decisions that you made and how you live your life end up affecting others around you right and so if i consciously decide to reflect the light and love in the world then i am turning into a beacon of love and light for other people and not just myself but if i decide to reflect the darkness and the negativity and the hate in the world i will become a beacon of darkness and negativity for the world and that can affect so many people. Our decisions, our choices, and our actions on how we decide to live our lives and how that ultimately ends up influencing us and the people that we interact with or the people that listen to us or look at us Mm -hmm. or influence, that creates karma. Like that yeah. creates situations like I was explaining before. Yeah, it'll just, it'll create situations for us, whether they be positive, negative, or neutral. It's something that is bound to happen because we made a decision.
0: Amen. <laughs> I think that like, it just like comes down to like, what, how far does karma go? Like mm-hmm. if I'm having a mean, meanie pants thought mm-hmm. and like, I'm not saying like the karma's just as easy as that. If I'm having a thought or if I'm saying something or if I'm acting on something, if nobody can see me, then it's really up to my personal karmatic um, like experiences and results to kind of just like judge that because I was thinking as Rumi was talking and I was like, it kind of goes into like how does spirituality affect our perspectives mm-hmm. on karma and it's like there's I can guarantee you there's some people who just go throughout their daily lives and don't think about their actions or what it has, how it has effect on other people or what they're doing simply, like as they're going through their day to day life. Just having that kind of bad energy and mindset, not that that's an automatic if you don't constantly think about karma and like what goes around comes around, but I'm saying like it's just like wild to think about people not just thinking about their actions. And their effects and it's like if they're not actively thinking about it will that kind of like how will the karma play for them in that way i don't know that's just something that kind of popped into my brain um
1: <laughs> self-awareness is mm-hmm. is a big thing um you know every individual person in this entire earth universe uni- galaxy yeah universe whoever is out there um has their own ideas and mindsets and lifestyles on how they perceive spirituality in their lives, whether they decide to accept it and how they accept it or whether they reject it and how do they reject it. I think that some people think about their decisions and are just very self-aware about how they affect other people Mm -hmm. to, to a normal extent. And an extreme extent. Like, I feel like it's a whole spectrum of, like, how intentionally do people think about certain things and how they affect other people. Like, we have... There are people in the world who are very, like, almost hyper-aware and conscious of how their decisions affect other people to their own detriment. hmm And I feel like that plays into people-pleasing. Yeah. And then there are people who make a conscious effort to think about that and practice that daily as maybe even whether they are making big decisions or small decisions because they are people who are more in tune with the world and more in tune with other people and are possibly in stronger community um, environments where you have to think about people other than yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is out of respect, self-respect and respect for others. And I think that we don't have enough of that. Because then there are people who are some of the most non-self-aware people you can ever meet, where they're Mm -hmm. very self-centered in a negative way, um, where they only think about like how they can serve themselves and how they and how serving themselves maybe will think about how that hurts other people and they'll still do it
0: exactly and thinking about like what's in their best interest if they decide to go along with something and not consider maybe the other individual's interest
1: and but i was like mentioning before too that like sometimes people need to be a little more self-centered in a -hmm. positive way yeah
0: i think it can go both ways i think that whether it's because I've gained more self-awareness mm-hmm. or maybe educated myself more spiritually and on karma as a whole. It's just kind of like back to like the fate question, like how much of this is because I'm doing my best, trying my best, or is it just fate? Like is it It's just I feel like being more self-aware can make it more powerful because like we're all constantly growing and changing and just doing so much as humans that it's like, wow yeah
1: (laughs) i think that it all depends on your own personal spiritual beliefs on whether there is something bigger than you out there Mm -hmm. and how much you believe in the power of the earth of nature of the universe it i think it Believing in fate or destiny is very much dependent on your personal beliefs on, like, if there is some greater energy out there. And it doesn't necessarily need to mean, like, some person in the sky dictating, (laughs) like, how we're going to live our lives. But it could be just, like, feeling the energy of the earth and how the earth is something bigger than you are. Mm -hmm. And how earth does its own things nature does its own thing they don't need us (laughs) yeah no they really don't and how like that can set certain things in stone for you Mm -hmm. and you end up doing things or like if you believe that there is there is great energy in the universe like out even in our galaxy even in other planets and like people who believe in astrology and how stars and energy and things outside of our us and our world how much bigger they are and whether you consider them to have an impact and a physical and energetic impact on like you and your life
0: right because we're just like tiny ants on the earth. yeah and that kind of makes me realize that like maybe it's because of like traveling i know i'm always talking about it guys but it's a beautiful experience if you Mm -hmm. have the if you if you can do it do it Literally, just do it. Yeah, because it changed my entire personal philosophy in so many ways. I mean, I'm still me, but like a new glorified? trans.
1: No, no, like a new and transformed version of you.
0: Okay, yeah. I, what does glorified mean?
1: Glorified means <laughs> like, like I
0: don't know. if... Uh, that definitely wasn't the right word.
1: It's, it's glorified is like oh, there's um, there's <laughs> this really there's a restaurant. Okay, let's just say there's a restaurant okay. and it's like a really mundane, just like whatever restaurant but then somehow it gets like this special award from like this place and they're like wow this is like the greatest restaurant ever but it's like probably literally just like a mcdonald's (laughs) and some people would say wow that mcdonald's is literally being so glorified right now because it won this like ridiculous award and now people are considering a crappy mcdonald's to be like a luxury place now like that's like you're glorifying Mm glorifying maybe something. like
0: somehow people some maybe it's like it's just, i realized this like oh maybe it's what people do with like luxury brands too yeah
1: yeah <laughs> you can totally say that like that just regular handbag is totally being glorified because it has a specific name on it
0: i'm like just like before i move on to like what i was talking about i think glorifying also like i just made me realize like oh i've heard like some things about like oh, some TV shows are glorifying this experience. Yeah. That's something that I've actually, like, really heard. Whether it be negative or positive, I think that that's a good example. But I feel so... Oh, this, I think, is, like, elevated. I feel like myself, but elevated Mm -hmm. after traveling. And just after you travel, you realize how big the world is. Yeah. How long it takes to get to another side of the world that... There's maybe even like double the population that's on your side of the world. There's all these people and like, you're like, one thing is like, I would travel and I wouldn't know a single person in a city. Whereas if like, I'm in my hometown, like I might see somebody I know at like Target or something. Yeah. But kind of knowing nobody makes you realize how either little or big of an impact you can make on that person. You can ruin their day. If you're Mm -hmm. a butthead to them, you can totally make them feel horrible by words, actions, but you can also do the exact opposite and be a positive impact on their life. And maybe it's just offering, do something nice. It's just kind of like, you're such a little, like, we're little ants in this world. And that kind of goes into, like, definitely karma's led me to make better decisions and, like, be the best elevated person, in a way.
1: Learning that actions have consequences I feel like has been a fundamental thing that people go through when they realize that they're like turning into adults. Yes. Acting like adults means that you realize your actions have consequences right. because it affects you. Not that you didn't experience actions having consequences when you were younger, but I feel like I for for most, not saying all, but for most there have been older or stronger presence of people in our lives that have been able to lower consequences for us when we, yeah. you know, sometimes f*** up when we're little. But that once we're adults, we're kind of left to do things on our own. Right. Where growing up means,
0: yeah. I mean, your brain grows
1: too. Yeah. <laughs> that
0: your ideas grow.
1: Everything grows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I think people growing just, like, their mindset can grow, their headspace can grow, and I think that that can also be a really big part about what you said about just as we get older, realizing how important our actions are Mm -hmm. kind of goes into, like...
1: It can affect our literal resources to live. Yeah. If we make, if we do an action that's not so great, that can literally, like, prevent us from accessing food accessing water accessing certain resources to make sure that we're alive and mm-hmm. we can sustain our sustain our lifestyles and have a roof over our head or it can it can affect our relationships with other humans and how we are Absolutely. perceived it sucks but at the it same does. time
0: we need it yeah I think,
1: to a certain extent yeah to a big extent yeah um i do want to say i feel like you were destined to be in my life yes it
0: was just crazy to have that strong feeling like i've never had that like as strong of a feeling as i feel that yeah and it's weird but it's like not like weird but it's like whoa yeah no
1: (laughs) i think it's a big and beautiful feeling when you find those people Yes, Hank. <laughs> yes, Hank. If you guys hear can that hear that, person. my
0: little 10-pound dachshund is agreeing with Rumi, barking his yeah. head off.
1: Um, but I, it's such a wonderful feeling when you find those specific people in mm-hmm. your life that, like, you're like, wow, this person adds so much meaning and joy and positive things to my life. And I feel like we understand each other and that we click. Yeah, like, we understand like, that
0: power and, like...
1: So many people want that and it's really hard to find genuine people really rare but i think that it was fate because i feel like there are certain people that we meet in our lives at whatever point that are supposed to like help us or or make help us make big changes in our lives
0: Mm -hmm. whether it be good or bad
1: yeah but i think there are like those specific fated people which is crazy
0: like there's just so many people in this world
1: there is. Like we
0: met through work, and it's just crazy that like
1: we wouldn't have met otherwise.
0: No, I don't think so. No, but
1: I'm feeling grateful. I'm, I'm ex- feeling really grateful. I'm expressing today. gratitude. I'm
0: expressing gratitude right now with Rumi.
1: Gratitude is the attitude.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Do we, we kind of want to wrap it up? Yeah. With we kind of talked about our personal definitions of karma, but if we want to just each like, if there's one key takeaway from this episode from from each of us to the listeners out there what would mm-hmm. we say
1: I don't know I feel like I've said it all honestly you I <laughs> I kind of want I kind of want to ask the listeners like what are oh, your takeaways yeah. and like if you want to share them then share them
0: like there let's have a conversation oh i think i can put like a response thing yeah on at least i know spotify podcasts um if not you guys can reach out to me via instagram my instagram is drew crino d-r-e-w-c-r-i-n-o shoot me a message comment on a post literally just like get in touch um because i really want to hear People's other perspectives other reflections because yeah. i think that's also like just feeling connected listening to people understanding that there's more than one pool of energy around your life and that that energy can affect other people and yourself is just like a really powerful thing i think we kind of said everything that we have to say today mm-hmm. if you guys enjoyed this episode keep on coming back every friday um And if you liked it, leave a review. I want to hear what you guys think, if I can improve, or if I'm doing just fine i want to hear you guys' feedback um and leave a review on spotify podcasts and apple podcasts and i just want to say a big thank you to the special guest today Rumi.
1: thank you for having me on your wonderful podcast
0: hopefully i can get Rumi back soon guys she's very famous oh she's very yeah. exclusive her so schedule is very tight yeah like
1: i have an important thing to go to after this too <laughs> yeah
0: like i like i just barely got her for today but <laughs> Um, I really appreciate you, Rumi. I enjoyed. I feel like I've expanded my mind. I've elevated my yeah ex- talks. My t- crazy talkness yeah. about karma. Um, I just want to say thank you for everyone. Thank you, Rumi, for supporting this podcast and being yeah. on the show. Thank you to the listeners. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, now we'll say ciao ciao. Now we'll bye say bye. goodbye. Bye. Have an amazing Friday. Enjoy your weekend and. What goes around comes around. Karma's a bitch. Bye, guys.